and welcome to the Mixera Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We are a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev, Terrell, and Malcolm. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram at MixeraRapPod. Again, that's MixeraRapPod. Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at MixeraRap. All right, for today's episode, we're going to jump into it with the Melly Mel interview from Vlad TV. We're going to have our new segment, Stream or No Stream, and we're going to finish off the episode with a tribute to our man DMX. All right, so let's jump into it with Melly Mel. That interview was extremely interesting. So we're going to start out with the young people and see what their thoughts was on that. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on the Vlad TV Melly Mel interview? I really enjoyed the um, the interview, mainly because of Melly Mel. Vlad is who he is, you know. Um, he asked his he asked his questions to try to try. To, he really tries to get dig under your skin and try to get these answers out of artists and and entertainers. So it's interesting. Um, but I really enjoyed some of the some of the content that was shared by uh, Melly Mel. So a few things I did not know about, but he was very adamant about it's a different time now. Than it was back then. Very adamant about that, and and one of the one of the key parts of um the podcast I I recalled was when he was speaking about how there was the shout out the shout out and when you're talking about being an MC back in the day was so uh was very was very prominent when you're talking about entertaining a crowd and when you're trying to make it make an event and not just a just place where people are wandering around and mingling and stuff like that. When you're controlling the crowd as an MC, the dope boys and the dancers are doing their own thing. So the dope boys are standing in the back and they, they're in the corner, how he explained it, and, and they want to hear their shout out. So he, he explained at one time where he had, um, I think, a, I think a guy came and put a gun to him and said, I need you to shout out such and such, such and such, such and such, such, such. You all probably recall that, but, um, from the podcast, but, and they had to do it. And it's so different how these days, how the facade that rappers present, you know, they really aren't this street guy. And he was very adamant about that. So a lot of the, it was, a, it was a lot of good, good information. Didn't know that he wasn't paid for that ice cube sample or a few other samples. But I mean, he, he, he talk, spoke about how he's out a couple mil, a lot of, a few million. It's, uh, it was, it was good to see his face on the screen and good to hear from him. So I enjoyed it. I really appreciate that, Malcolm. You are correct, man. Um, you know, um, I've spoken to him on this on several occasions. It was a different era back then. You know, we've also spoke on the fact that real gangsters, they don't, <laughs> a real gangster is not going to be a rapper. There's not enough money in it, you know? And these kids are out here nowadays making you uh, the middle class um, America, middle America and middle class uh, Americans think that they're gangsters and they're street dudes and real street dudes never, ever are trying to be rappers and have to answer to a record company or ask or a record label or go around doing stuff that they don't want to do, like uh, interviews and so forth. So we just have to keep those things in mind. But that also led into um, him t talking about, you know, Biggie not being one of the goats, because during his time, the way he perceives it is that you got to make a real impact 
to change the way rap was going. You know, I've heard that conversation or that argument amongst a lot of old heads. And that's why the top five is so personal. I don't think it for myself that it has to be that way. Uh, you know, Mel, definitely, you know, one of the greatest MCs of all times. But again, just wasn't given the opportunities to put out enough work. Uh, if you ask me, his greatest work was the Shaka Khan album or Shaka Khan song. Uh, do you love me? Do you, you know, do you love me, Shaka Khan? That was it. You know, uh, not saying that the message and white lines and those things weren't great uh, songs, just that uh, the one that probably is still played to this day, not saying the message isn't played to this day, but you can hear that Shaka Khan song on, on, you know, uh, middays mornings on your, you know, the, the mainstream old school uh, radio stations, you can hear it streamed, you know, on your Pandora's and your Spotify's. And uh, I'm pretty sure that gets a lot more streams than um, the message does. You know, Mel, <laughs> like all old school rappers, there's a little bit of hate involved in that as well, because these young cats are out here making way more money doing stuff that takes a, a lot less talent. What uh, Mel and Grandmaster Kaz and, you know, Rakim and those dudes did, the type of artwork they put together, they did not get compensated as well as these younger cats that we listen to now for some of this ABC nursery rhyme stuff that's out here. But it is what it is. Again, I appreciate him as, um, as an MC. And I appreciate Vlad for, um, you know, Vlad's been on this heavy mission over the last few years to document uh, hip hop in a way uh, for the eras. And, you know, I wish there was someone else doing it, but it is what it is. You know, uh, Vlad does have the platform to do it and he seems to be doing it in a way that is uh, respectable. So we definitely got to give him kudos for that. Um, again, this, this, <laughs> the, you know, he, he was talking about the, there, there, there was no battle between he and KRS-One. I kind of believe that, but I do believe I know KRS-One, the way he rolls, he thought it was a battle. Whereas Melly Mel just thought probably, hey, this dude is trying to showboat on me and I, I, I'm too big for that. So I don't have to really sweat that. And that's probably the way he looked at it. But again, overall, the way uh, uh, the, my overall take from it was just real. He was real as he wanted to be. and. Vlad allowed him to be that real. I think one of the highlights of the um, interview was him explaining how he came up with the sound that he got it from the uh, Frosted Flake commercial and Tony the Tiger. That was pretty interesting. You know, again, I just think that it was definitely a uh, very entertaining, very insightful interview, and I appreciate uh, Vlad for doing it. So let's move on to Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on the Vlad TV interview of Melly Mel? I was very surprised about everything that was going on when he was when he was talking about. It was very like you don't you don't know people until you hear from their side of the story. So hearing from his side of the story, it was very like mind blowing. And I'm glad he stick to his vision of how everything should be. And yes, everything was different from back in the days until now. And we see this from our point of view where music is not the same. It's been evolving. And it's crazy how it how it evolved, but it evolved so crazy that some of us is not used to it, but some of us are. So 
I, like I said, I like the interview for that, for his point of view of explaining how everything was. And I hope this opened everybody's eyes to not just judge on age time. It's time to evolve. It's time to be free of what we listen to nowadays. Even though I'm not, I'm not saying that some of these rappers is okay with what they're doing, but it's time to evolve. Yeah, definitely no doubt there, Terrell. Really appreciate that. You know, you're right. We have to, if you're going to call it an art form, you got to make it into art, you know? And I think that not enough of the performers of this genre of music are making it into art. So with that, we're going to move on to our anchorman. Kev, Kev, what were your thoughts on the Vlad TV interview of Melly Mel? I have a lot. It's a lot I want to say, but I don't want to take up a lot of time. But I will agree with you when you said that um, if there was a different format that could have displayed this interview or another person, I think it would have felt different. Vlad, you know, Vlad is kind of hit or miss within the hip hop community. So it's it's kind of like you get what you take. You get, you you know, you can get what you want from it. But it's this it's always this little thing of uh, I wish it was someone else. But um. One of the things with older artists that the younger people kind of tend to look at is like they're angry or they don't understand. And and the beautiful thing about this interview was Melly Mel didn't sound like an angry, older MC, per se. I mean, you know, sometimes when people talk about Jay-Z or Pac or Big, it, it's, it's like a it's kind of like you either you don't understand them or you don't you don't know their point of view or what they're trying to get across. But. He pretty much, he broke it down from a perspective that you could understand what he was saying. You know, he didn't say Big wasn't great, but he was just saying, you know, Pop just had this impact that Big didn't have. Or Jay-Z, Jay-Z had an impact that didn't rip, that wasn't actually uplifting. But, you know, Jay-Z even said that in his, his couple of his earlier albums was like, you know, if, if people bought the records of you know, consciousness, I would rap like to live quality or most deaf or common. He said, but people don't buy that stuff. And it, and it's, it's kind of disingenuous when he says that because he is correct. But at the same time, he could have been a trendsetter then as opposed to waiting till he becomes a husband and a father to kind of flip the script on his, his whole lyrical content. And I think that's what Melly, Melly Mel was trying to say. You know, our legends, you know, however you feel about them, they are legends. They had impacts. They made significant contributions to the game. And it, it, it sucks that a lot of artists, even those that came right, generations that came right after them, didn't really fully embrace them. And it's like, you know, you know, a lot of people really don't understand the early 80s rap music was people still trying to figure out what rap is, trying to figure out what rap could, could be, and people trying to figure out the music business. And even if, you know, beefs, beefs weren't really, you know, going out here killing each other. If you had a problem with somebody, you took it to the stage. Either you battle rap or you danced it out or, you know, you styled on them or something like that. And there were certain levels to things. You know, it was like everybody couldn't be a rapper or everybody couldn't be, get their song on the radio. Like you had to be at a certain level to be considered the best. And... You know, when Melly talks, it was it, for me. It was just like I was in awe, and and I was just like I love this, and I feel like more people should really, you know, get to know him or 
artist in his genre or in his lane because that you know they're not all angry older people. You know they have something to say, and it's like they're saying things with substance, and they want they want the younger artists to be aware of this opportunity that they have because it's been so many artists that have come out and you know made a couple million dollars, you know, the two three year period. And then after that, you don't hear from them no more. And then, you know, next thing you know, you see them on TMZ or the news talking about they got locked up or they got, they OD'd or this, this, that, and the third. And it's kind of like you have this opportunity that is great, you know, not to discredit, you know, anybody's talent, but you just putting words together. Like, if, like, you know, like in today's time, these guys are just putting words together. It's like, it's not really no, it doesn't sound complicated. It doesn't sound like it was, uh, the little boy, the little boy, the colorful way. Somebody we're not going to talk about, but, you know, he said, you know, I, I make music with no thought or I say what I want and it hits the top of the charts. And that, you know, that takes away from a guy like a Melly Mel who, you know, his verse in the message was about, you know, we can, argue, we can honestly say that that was one of the first times that in hip hop where it, it was depression or PTSD was kind of like talked about because like nobody really was talking about it then, but, you know. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. That's somebody dealing with stress. You know what I'm saying? And he and and you know that 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 part of the song or that part of that that era is like you know these guys were really real. They was looking out their window writing these songs, and you know for this guy to be like who still listens to the music, who understands you know who should be the people. It's somebody we should listen to. So you know I, I was I enjoyed it. I'm probably going to watch it again. Cause I, cause I, cause I'm I always feel like I miss stuff in uh, interviews like this. But I would, you know, I, I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative that someone thought of Melly Mel to put him in this position, and I was happy to see it. Yeah, definitely, no doubt there, uh, Kev. The man tried to give a good argument about what is not happening, and you look at rock and roll, and rock and roll, you got your, you know, your Mick Jaggers, you got your. Um, McCarthy, you got your Billy Joel's and and so forth that are still touring, still doing their thing, your James Taylor's and so forth, and are very well respected by the artists that came from behind them. But our former artists get no love. You know, all they get is hate and non-appreciated by the younger crowd. And 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 I thought I thought that this was a way to change that in a little in a little bit. And hopefully you know, definitely Vlad has a heavy 18 to 35 following. And hopefully some of these young younger cats will appreciate the way that he came at it, the way uh, Kev was just saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the thing, though, is this like, hopefully, you know, people give Melly Mel a chance to actually listen to the interview and not think of this old guy that's just spewing this negativity when he's not, actually, he's not, I mean, he's like, he, it was a whole interview of, educate I'm, I'm, let me let me educate you or let me give you some pointers of things you should look for or think about and i mean like um who's the guy oswin benjamin him and melly mail or curtis blow they could do a nice song nowadays and, and then people will listen to it you know what i mean definitely all right well i appreciate that we're going to move into our next segment and our next segment is stream or no stream and we're going to start it off with uh drake's cut Money in the Grave featuring Ricky Rose. I mean, where the fuck should I really even start? I got hoes that I'm keeping in the dark. I got my niggas cross the street living large. 
Thinking back to the fact that they dead Thought my raps wasn't facts till they sat with the bars I got two phones, one need a charge Yeah, they twins, I could tell they ass apart I got big packs coming on the way I got big stacks coming out to save I got Lil Max with me, he the way It's a big gap between us and the game Alright, and that was Drake featuring Ricky Rose Money in the Grave So let's start with our anchorman Kev, Kev, stream or no stream? I'm going no and I, and I think most of these songs on this list was like a whole bunch of question marks for me, but I, I'm going no with this one. All right. So uh, Malcolm, stream or no stream? This will be a no stream for me. This is this is but this is way below the bar for Drake. I feel like when we talk about the his radio hits, I don't think this is up there with any any of those those because uh, even his like started from the bottom. If y'all don't remember that song. Like off that album, it was a very long time ago, but that song was not that good. But it still was catchy enough for people to love it. So uh, this is a no stream for me. I don't know. This is not good. All right, uh, Terrell, stream or no stream? I don't know what you and Kev talking about, but I am streaming this. Like this was like a how can I say a old school classic. When you got two people who don't like I said we all, we had this previous conversation with when you have Drake and Rick Ross it don't miss with them on a track it does not miss and this right here shows why it, it does not miss so I'm streaming this everywhere and I mean everywhere because you know you're gonna get ratings just to have them on a track yeah definitely no doubt there Terrell so for me. I call it a stream. I thought that the verses from Drake strong enough that it could definitely be a stream. So let's move on to our next song. And that's going to be Little TJ with Run It Up featuring Offset and Moneybag Yo. all right that was little tj with run it up featuring offset and Moneybag yo i'm gonna start this one off and say it's a stream for me i thought of the songs on his particular project here that this was one of his stronger efforts and i enjoyed it let's move on to terrell terrell stream or no stream Okay, so what was the name of the song again? Run it up. I'm gonna run this up into the delete file because I'm not streaming this at all. I don't take. I'm sorry. I know my other protege will say the same same way as what I'm about to say. I don't find little TJ that person who should be rapping or singing. I don't. I feel like he's just doing it just for the fame. His heart's not into it. And the reason why I say this because seeing how he is off out the studio he just does stuff just to do it so i don't feel like he just doing it because hey it's getting him money it's getting him clout it's getting him fame but yeah this is a no stream for me all right i feel you on that terrell uh malcolm stream or no stream 
this will be a stream. This is I I didn't expect expect to actually like this song. I don't really like it when we talk about content wise, but I mean production is stellar. He has the features and they seem to they seem to flow well. So I mean if you if you enjoy listening to either three of these artists, I think you should stream it. I just want to talk about when we talk about it, just music, rap music these days, I feel as though when we talk about artist, producer, who's putting in the most effort, I feel as though production wise, every I mean, producers these ways are these days are are outdoing the rappers, I feel as though. Because it's what it's rare to hear, I mean, a song unless the 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 artist is notorious to not have good producing, but it's rare to hear a song that has bad bad productions or bad beats these days. I mean, can we talk about that? Because, well, I mean, I know we're doing a no stream stream, but I just uh, that was interesting. But this is a stream for me. Um, Lil TJ is not the not the greatest artist, but this is a stream. All right, I appreciate that, Malcolm. Let's move into it with Kev. Kev, stream or no stream? It's a, it's a question mark for me. I'm trying to adapt more uh, each time I listen to something new. And, and I hate to dismiss a lot of the stuff. And it's weird because I, I think I'm at that point now where it's, you know, if it has the auto-tune, I'm, I'm least likely to accept it. But it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And it wasn't that good. I'm 60 on a no and I'm 40 yes. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not putting this on my playlist, but I'm 60 no, 40 yes. All right. I appreciate that, Kev. You know, it is what it is. Um, I definitely understand what Malcolm is saying. Uh, production right now is at such a high level that um, you can put almost anything on top of it. And if it's got the right words, people are going to listen to it because the production value is so well, so, so good. So it's sad to see that music's gone to this. Like we used to we used to love to hear the artist and what he was going to come up with or she was going to come up with on the song. This is an art, and now we're we're putting more emphasis on. I mean, we're expecting we're expecting to hear good beats. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but but doesn't this song like melodically sound similar to a lot of the stuff out there? I mean, it, it, you know that that heavy beat, the heavy bass, the 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 stop and go flow of their raps and the auto tune. I mean, I, mean, I just, feel like it depends on who's who's rapping on it though, because just, you come go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just thinking, you know, when you talk about, I get it, you know, it's a very, you, you got the 808s are used in everything these days. It's hard to not hear, hear some 808s. But I mean, I don't know, melodic sounding, uh, producing production is, I don't feel like that's the mainstream. I feel like it's just everybody use 808, the bass. But, but it's that same bass. It's, it's, it's the, it's, it's the, that, that real heavy bass. You put a little bit of keys on top of it. You mm-hmm. slow it down, and you do a maybe an eight bar verse. Well, it depends on who's going to hop on that that track. Because if you're say it's uh, if it, you're talking about a little TJ or Kendrick Lamar, he's not just going to give eight bars, but he's still going to have good production and he'll have some songs with some funky production on there. But and still heavy eight oh eight. So, but, but 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 we're talking about we're talking about two artists who who record two different kinds of content. Whereas okay. Kendrick Lamar, you know, either he's going to tell a good story or he's going to rap about, 
you know, something going on in his neighborhood. For or, the, yeah, yeah. For the people. You know, or, some, or somewhat conscious. As, as, well as, as opposed to little TJ, who is just, his songs are just, that's, let me figure out the next thing I can put on the, to get on the radio. Yeah. I just feel I mean, like, you know, like I was, any, literally in, but, I was literally in the store the other day and and I heard this song and it was like, it, it, and it was like every every other word was getting bleeped out. And for me, I thought the people, I thought the, the uh, it was some young girls behind the counter, and I thought they was playing some stuff off their iTunes or they uh, their phones or something. But the song was actually a radio song, and, and and I'm sitting there like I don't know. I'm like, how how how? Why would a radio? Why would the radio station play a song where every other word literally was bleeped out? Like I have no idea what the song was about. Because That's the times. But that don't make it's no sense. Times. But that don't. It, but time. it had the heavy bass. It was slowed down, and 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 the and the, uh, and the, and the guy rapping had auto tune, and every other word was bleeped out. And I I'm feel like, like, we know that people, a lot of artists these days, utilize curse words and explicit words to to add to their bars to make them sound hard. But you're really not saying anything. It's actually more skillful. When you're when you can't use explicit words to express yourself, we're not even gonna talk about that. I just feel as though any if you want to get into the hip hop game, finding beats is not hard. Good beats, it's hard to find good good artists. I feel like because the content wise compared to the quality of production, that's I feel like there's more there's there's more quality production out there than quality artists that are getting put mainstream. How about that? But 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 the point you made is exactly right. I, I totally agree with what you said. If the beat fits the landscape of what today is, it doesn't matter what the person is saying. It could be a hit. Yeah, what people want to hear. Okay, okay. I see, I see. Because everybody wants to hear that that club stripper sound. Like we, I've spoken about. We've I've had conversations about this before. But everybody wants to hear that 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 club sound music and everything across the board. So. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, and this, is, and this is not to take anything away from Lil TJ or nothing like that. He has he has been able to create a sound that fits the current formula, but he has formatted it in a way where his songs are charting. You know, everybody who falls within this new, I guess, lane is not doesn't find success. Well, not, doesn't doesn't find huge success. So it's not not, not to take nothing away from him. Whatever he's doing, it's working. But like we always say, what's next? Is he is he going to build upon his success now? And that and that's not and that's not just him as just the MC, but that's him and his production team. Whoever he's going to to get beats from, are they going to progress also? Yeah, definitely, no doubt, gentlemen. It was a very very spirited conversation. So we're going to move on to our next song, which is Sylvan LeCue with Peter Pan featuring Grandmaster Vic. I feel tense, like two spliffs ignite my bliss. Shoot my shot while you miss, all in a wrist. Life is a trip, they want me humble, I don't see the sense. We fade with a bow, the road don't exist. Watch me hype my drip, you ain't seen shit quite like this. From the rooter to the tutor, I'm quick. Peter Pan take flight, nigga shoot if he hit. Part of my dream, but I insist. Tiggity tisk, what's up with this? I can't complain, but don't get it twist. Dearly be loving, you truly be missed. All right, that was Sylvan LeCue with Peter Pan featuring Grandmaster Vic. So, uh, Terrell, stream or no stream? 
I'm gonna give this a stream because I like how the instrumental was. It gives me like a musical trap vibe, if that's never been said. And his flow of verse is smooth, but it's delivered. And I like that. And a lot of a lot of rappers today, they don't give that smooth delivery vibe. Well, the newcomers that's up right now. So like, yeah, I loved it. So definitely I'm playing it everywhere. All right, cool, cool. Appreciate that, Terrell. So, um, Kev, stream or no stream? This is another question mark one for me. I want to say no, but like, like everything Terrell said makes a lot of sense. The beat, his flow, what he was saying, it wasn't that bad. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't want to dismiss it. I, I feel like later on, I was, I would like it, but like today, you know, if you wouldn't have suggested it, I probably wouldn't listen to it again. And, um, so, you know, I'm saying no. I'm going to go and say no. All right. No stream for Kev. I'll jump in and say that I am a stream. I like the young man because he is willing to do something a little different. And after I listened to this particular track a few times, I was like, oh, okay. He's doing something that's mainstream, but he's doing it in a different way. And I enjoyed that part of it. So I uh, finished this off. Malcolm, stream or no stream? Um, I believe this would be a stream, although when you talk about quality of a rapper and what it when we talk about the building blocks of what, what it takes to be a rapper, voice, your sound is key. And if it was up to me, I probably wouldn't stream this because of the sound, not not really what I want to hear in my ears. That's a preference thing. But other than that, it's a very it's a, it's a nice song. If you all if you all play it on um, if you play it and leave it on, it actually restarts and sounds like the song never stops. It's very difficult to do that. So, I mean, it's a very interesting song. Like um, like uh, Terrell said, the instruments in the background and the, the heavy bass really was, was very tasteful. So I enjoyed, enjoyed the song. That's a stream, but I probably wouldn't stream it. All right. Appreciate that. So now we move on to our next song, and that's going to be Bankroll Freddy with Pop It featuring Megan the Stallion. Young nigga turn on my pop it. Keep me a third nigga, this ain't no rice. Get your ass shot, I ain't doing no boxing. No boxing shit and they fell like a box. I know he hating, I gotta be watching. She on my drip, but she like how I pop it. She can't afford neither one of these watches. She wanna fuck her, she heard that I'm toxic. I wanna fuck her little mama, she thick. Booty so big, ooh, look at them hills. Like how she shake it, might give her a tilt. Go to the back, I might give her this tilt. Straight to the room, got her all on my zip. Beat that thing off on the bed, let me do Say she got water, well, I need a sip. Pussy love my take me on the trip. I know for a fact that she feeling me. Catches a value, she mention my. All right, that was Bankroll Freddy with Pop It featuring Megan Thee Stallion. So, Malcolm, stream or no stream? This would be a no stream. Megan did great. I mean, she sounded better than the actual artist, the main artist of the song. I feel like this is a no stream for me. No, no. It's no good. All right. Appreciate that. So for me, it's a stream purely on Megan's, Megan's verse. She rapped better than Bankroll Freddie did. She rapped better than she's rapped on a lot of her recent albums or out, recent uh, project songs. And I appreciated it. 
this is what I know she's capable of doing. So that's why I feel as though she, I want to hold her to a higher standard because I know she has this flow. I know she has this ability, even though it may not be the type of music I wanted her to, to, to make. It is what it is. I want to hear her flow, show her high skill level. So definitely a stream for Megan's verse. So Terrell, stream or no stream? I would have said a no stream, but because it got a name like Megan, it's gonna make hit. It's gonna make the artist more, a little bit more, have a little pop money in his pocket because of Megan. So I'm gonna have to stream it because, like I said, it's just because who his feature is. His delivery in this was not that good. It was not that good. But Megan delivering the song was amazing. So it's gonna get hits. All right, and let's jump to our anchorman, Kev, stream or no stream? This is one of my uh, definitive answers, and it's a huge no. I think Megan Megan's addition helps people listen to the song, but it doesn't actually help the artists progress in any way. I think Bankroll Freddy is going to be one of those guys who's going to be, you know, very marginal. He's going to be on that C level. You know, his name is always going to be out there, but he's not, you know, he's not that, he's not that we should even be talking about, but huge enough. All right. I appreciate that. So moving on to our next song, and it's going to be Charmaine with Double Dutch. Riz, cold, icy, water, tea, go, pricey, product, three, phones, still can't call up. These hoes got them bothered, cause I'm built like this, damn, have not said when I float with these hits. Oh, I get an itch when the money about to hit, hypoallergenic, I'm immune to a bitch. Oh, you think you sick, I'm thicker. You can say the plot got thicker, broad. Homie got more staff than skin off. When I say jump, all my bitches up front. All right, that was Charmaine with Double Dutch. I'm going to start this one off and say, for me, it's definitely a stream. I like the whole concept behind this project of Charmaine's. Hood Avant-Garde is the project. The, the, the music in the project was very interesting. I like her take on what she's doing. She's taking that, uh, that, that hot girl summer and giving it a little bit of artistry. And I thought that um, the tracks were all very, very well thought out and that she put some uh, effort into making this into her art. All right. And with that, let's go to Kev. Kev, stream or no stream? This is a stream for me. It had a little uh, Missy Elliott vibe to me. So I'm not sure if that's, you know, that's the, the lane she was going in when she made the song, but it, it sounded just like that. And it, it was a, a very entertaining song. And. It's a, it's a guess for me. All right. I appreciate that. Malcolm, stream or no stream? This will be a stream. She can compete with the artists, the female artists coming up now. She can compete with Cardi. She can compete with Meg. You know, this is a song that I feel like is up there with their some of their hits. So, stream. All right. I appreciate that. And let's let Terrell anchor this one. Terrell, stream or no stream? That Kev said that it gave it a Miss Ellie vibe, and I was going to say the same thing. So I'm streaming this because it, it really does give me a Miss Ellie vibe. And we miss that type of vibe, how Miss Ellie brung it into the game. And we don't have a lot of females that does that. But when I heard this song, I was like, yeah, it's giving me that vibe. So definitely streaming it. 
All right, appreciate that. Now we're gonna move on to our last song, which is AG Club with No Ho featuring Ice Cold Bishop. Man, just fucking walk off like that, dude. I'm here, come back facing you like a man, dude. <laughs> I pop out, no backup, and no ho, getting racked up. Got D wheels in the act, run, no JT, but we act up. I stack up and I stack up. Yo, pockets dry, they chapped up. 15 niggas in the whip might have to lap up, but we strapped up, little bitch. And my niggas at the front door. Michael Jackson, check it all red. All right, that was AG Club with No Ho featuring Ice Cold Bishop. So let's start with Malcolm Stream or No Stream. This is a stream. This is a creative song. Very interesting. I would like to listen to more of, what is his name? AGB or AG? A AG Club. Excuse me. Yeah, I would love to listen to some more AG Club. It was interesting intro to the song. So I like to stream. All right. Terrell, stream or no stream? I'm streaming this a hundred times over and over and over again. I love the song. I heard the song before. So when we was doing the song, I said, yeah, y'all going to love this song. So definitely a stream. All right. Appreciate that. For me, it's a no stream. I thought he was bouncing all over the wall with this one. And I just, I, I got that he was trying to be creative, but I didn't see a lot of direction with it. So no stream for me. And let's let Kev anchor this one. Kev, stream or no stream? It's a yes for me. It's, a, it's, it's very fun. It's a fun song. It's, it's something that, you know, I, I kind of wish... A lot of the uh, some of the you know younger guys or females also kind of the lane and kind of went in. I mean, you you know, if you don't want to make music that has like a statement to it, just make something fun, which you know we all can enjoy something fun. So I, this is a yes for me. All right, I really appreciate that. And that was our streamer no stream segment. So now we're going to move into our final segment, and that is us trying to give a a reasonable, hard earned tribute to our main man, Earl DMX Simmons. And at the end, he will stand on this earth. My flesh may be destroyed, yet from this body, I will see God. Yes, I will see him for myself, and I long for that moment. Grandma, I really miss you, and it ain't been the same. I drop a tear when I hear your name. Mariella Holloway. Why you gotta be so far away? Used to say, don't worry, it's gonna be okay. But it ain't. It's like when you left, you took the Lord with you. Why could not come when he came to get you? Damn, I really. All right, and that was our man DMX with I Miss You. And I'm pretty sure everyone on the panel is gonna miss DMX. I'm gonna start this one off and just say that, you know, DMX is a tragic figure in this game, this music business. So much talent, but was a victim of. The crack epidemic, not just his, not just himself, but also his upbringing where he had to be raised by, you know, different family members because his mother wasn't around, uh, having to go off to reform school on multiple occasions. True artist, you know, very, very talented young man. I mean, I say young man, he and I are very close in age. I'm a little bit older than he is, but in general, very, very talented brother. And, um, he did things that no one has been able to do. You know, his first five albums all debuted at number one. And that is that's some deep stuff, you know, and uh, he had a huge run 
there from the late 90s into the early 2000s. And sadly, his success just exacerbated the failings of his upbringing. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people to blame as far as his downfall, because there are people who were out there just placating him and saying, hey, you still the man, you doing your thing. You know, I was I was I noticed some things during the verses with him and I was like, hmm, something something just don't seem right. You know, and I, you know, I had done, you know, some reading some articles and it said he was trying to, you know, clean his life up. But then when I saw him on verses, I was like, hmm, something just not it don't look right. And then here we have the news of him having a heart attack and uh, as a result of the heart attack uh, expiring and moving on into his next phase of of being. Again, very inspirational cat. He deserves every kudos that he gets. But this just goes to show that this business is is it's hell. It's hell on wheels. And uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Let's move on to Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on Earl Simmons, better known as DMX? I was very sad when I heard the news that he had passed. I've been listening to him since I was younger. And the way how he raps and how he versatile, everything was so amazing. And I noticed that I loved him more when he was when I heard about Rough Riders. And that was a group that they had some heavy hitter names in that group. And that he was the forefront of it, it was just so amazing because that took his career on another type of level. Like he was that man at that period of time that he was on top of the world. And and I love that. Like I listen to all his music all his music and stuff and it's amazing. But like you said, this industry it takes a toll on people and hearing how he started taking those type of drugs and it, it, it hurt me because it's like you would never think that your own family, your own blood, your somebody that you trust as your friend and stuff will do something to you like that. And it's like it's very sad that he had to go down that route. And I, I did also heard that he was trying to change his life. And I was hoping for the better for him too. And I thought it was getting for the better, but sadly, we had got that that sad news and it just and never I could never it I was just messed up in words. But um, his family got my prayer, their prayer, and I just hope this wakes up a lot of people who's going through that type of what he's going through, and I hope they could change their life for the good. All right, definitely appreciate that, Terrell. So let's uh, play just one more cut from him. So, Malcolm, what are your thoughts on our man DMX? This is extremely unfortunate. This is one of my more, uh, I, this is one of one of my old guys that I really enjoy. He's not that old, but one of the artists from 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 his prime 90, 90 era that I really love. I just don't. I mean, I will never, I'll never understand what he went through due to that with his upbringing, his the industry life, to have the need to continue to. To, to harm his body 
with the drugs, but I mean, I understand it takes a toll on your mind mentally. You need to escape, I guess. But um, it's just extremely unfortunate because when you talk about potential wise and him reaching the peak and the pinnacle, like if you talk about his the the, the peak of his success, and we do and we eliminate eliminate drugs, possibly. I mean, we could, you, you never know how, how much more influence he could have had. And, uh, it's just so sad to see him go so soon at a, at, this is a, this is a young age. I feel like, I feel like you're young up until 80. So, but at the same time, it's, it was his time to, to head back home to, to the creator. So, uh, it's just, we, he's left his mark on, on all of us. I feel like that have embraced the hip hop game. Even if you haven't, like he's touched people outside of outside of the culture, and he's touched all touch touch. I mean, I don't know because he's been here for fifty some odd uh fifty some odd years. He's probably touched plenty of generations spanning across the world. So it's just tragic to see him go. But we have his we have all that he's left behind to to remember him by. All right, really appreciate that, Malcolm. Let's finish this off with our anchor man, Kev. What were your thoughts on our man DMX? It, it just it just sucks to see an artist of his magnitude gone so soon. I don't think we really kind of fully understand what we had in DMX. I mean, just far as rap goes, he was you know he was a street conscious religious rapper all in the one. I mean, you know, we've we seen his life in his music. We've seen his life in, on TV, and he didn't really hide none of it. You know, he wasn't one of these celebrities that kind of sat back and been like, you know, I don't want to talk about what I've been through or what I'm going through. I'm like, he was upfront about everything. He was like, yeah, I got problems. It's like, you got problems. I go through stuff like you go through stuff. I'm getting my life in order like you're getting your life in order. And from old to young, there isn't anybody who didn't love DMX. I mean, like, you know, there's, you know, we've seen a video of him meeting Rakim and how they both loved and admired each other's craft. And it was just an amazing moment or just, you know, him and Jay-Z, like, you never, you don't see Jay-Z so a lot of emotion ever, you know, outside of his wife and his kids. DMX was this guy that he he would he put this emotion, this this joy on Jay Z's face that we rarely ever see, and you know it's it just sucks, man. It just sucks that this guy who wasn't afraid to make the music that he wanted to make, and DMX was the artist that everyone from young to old should strive to be. You don't have to be as personal as he was, but you know don't be afraid to say what you want to say in your music. I mean, you know, I, you know, one of my favorite songs of him was Stop Being Greedy, which is just a, just a great song, which it, 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 it just talked about, you know, if you got the money, share it. Or if you got something, don't be afraid to share it because we should give back to everybody. And I'll, I'll end it on this. One of my favorite stories of him was like how the groupies, how a bunch of groupies showed up to his hotel room thinking that, you know, they're going to get drunk or have sex with him. And he had them on the floor of the hallway of the hotel room praying, you know, like he, he was, that, that, that's who he was. You know, his heart went out to these women who literally had no hope, you know, or just trying to get a man 
just to get his money. And he prayed over these women. And it just sucks because it's just like, damn, yeah, he had he had his moments, he had his demons, and you know, we still don't know what his life was like in the present time, but we know that who he was and who he was trying to be and who he did emulate at certain points in his life. And I can appreciate that. I love the fact that we all got to know him in a certain, you know, certain realm. And and I value that I valued his fifty something years on earth or the I guess twenty plus that we knew him. And, you know, my heart goes out to his family, his kids, his ex wife, his um his current, you know, partner and everything and his family and all that. And and I hope that, you know, that some some of the artists in the game today kind of takes the DMX mantle or, you know, torch and kind of carry it on to the next level because I hope he, he shouldn't be the last. You know, we lost X, we lost Tupac. I mean, you know, these two were, you know, just two dominating presence that rung about, that was pushing forward of good change. And that's what we need. All right. I appreciate that, gentlemen. Very heartfelt words. I think this was a nice tribute to the man, the myth, the, the legend, Earl DMX Simmons. We'd like to thank the fans for listening. We really appreciate you. You can follow us on Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. Again, that's Mix Era Rap P-O-D. You can follow us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. I come to you hungry and tired. You give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. Call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures. Only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. You showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. And with that, we out of here. Peace.